Golf is the best, number one. It's the GOAT of sports apps. Talk about the greatest of all time. Big Joe's the greatest of all time. He's the GOAT. We know it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I'm the Djokovic of this scenario. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Download the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. We'll look at the uh, Tottenham Cup in further detail now because we have Danny Hughes, former Downstar and former Mead footballer Mickey Burke on the line now as well. Morning, Danny. Morning, Mickey. Morning. Thanks for, thanks for hopping on, lads. Uh, Danny, might start with yourself. We were we were chatting to Colin McGinn um, a little bit earlier. Ashton's Ashton's <laughs> fella here about the, the, the atmosphere and down. Uh, I guess after the semi final and, and when you put eight goals past anyone, albeit uh, a leash team that just didn't perform in the day, the hype train is going to really take off. Yeah, and I think I suppose from that game, um, I'm not sure if it was a it was an accurate. Uh, how would you say it? Uh, well, Leash, I think going into the game, Leash had beaten a couple of teams for mana and stuff. And I felt they would obviously put up a, a better showing for themselves. But I think I don't think it was a true refraction of Leash. And obviously the game was over after, what, 10 or 15 months. So it was uh, it was very, very hard on Leash, very hard on Billy Shane himself. And obviously he, he felt after the game, obviously he's quit there as manager. So... Um, it gives you an indication probably how how bad Leash were and how poorly they performed. And Down were absolutely brilliant on the day. They were very, very mobile and they took their goal chances. And that's the one thing with Conor Laverty's teams. And the one thing that has, you know, that kept them in the league right up until the last day was the fact that they could get goals and they're very, very strong, very mobile. And if they get a half a sniff at all, they'll go for the goal. They'll not, they'll not take the point. So... You know, I suppose it's, it'll be interesting to see how Meath set up. If they're as open as they were against Antrim, I can only see one winner. And that's, I suppose, and that's going to be down. It's funny, Danny, as well, because even though, and this might sound ridiculous to say, even though they scored 8-16 at a 22-point win, Conor Laverty seems like such a perfectionist that, that even conceding two goals and 12 points against Leash will, will have pissed him off a little bit. It would, and, and that's just the way he is. And I suppose when you were looking at it, when you look at how far they were in front, he would have won to beat them by 30 or 40 points because that's just, I suppose, when you're at that level, to concede that, to see the 2-12 or whatever they did, it was really in the latter end of the match when you were rolling people off the bench and stuff. And uh, it was obviously a good opportunity for subs to come on to Croke Park, get their first experience of it, which many of them were, and, and perform and perhaps with those changes uh, enforced or not, then you would have been disappointed maybe with, with one or two of the players that were introduced that didn't do their jobs, you know? Yeah, just on that point, Danny, like I looked at Connor's reaction when Leash got their first goal and then went up the pitch on the next attack and got a goal back. And his reaction on the sideline was probably the, the most reaction I've seen from him throughout the whole game. You know, they'd scored eight goals, but mm-hmm. when they got that eight goal, because they had cancelled out Leach's goal, like he was fired up and he was, you know, screaming at the defence that they did well. I think that tells you probably a lot about Conor Laverty too. Yeah, it does. Um, listen, uh, with the experience of Kilku behind, uh, behind him, Obviously, there's a there's a fair raft of the players on the panel as well from Kuku that won an All Ireland Club title. So there isn't a perfectionist element there, and you don't win an All Ireland Club title if there's not that uh, kind of um, character and approach to the game 
where everything has to be perfect. And uh, suppose you're you're dealing at the very very top level. These guys know these guys know what it takes to to close out a game, to send a message out there, and certainly down. I would hope that yes, they sent out a message, but they will know that against me, given that they played them in the league there, um, they kicked sixteen or seventeen wides. Um, no, sorry, they didn't play them in the league. They played them in the uh, in the group stages mm. in Parnell Park. Uh, they will understand that this will be a very, very different game, and it's a very different occasion as well. And Mickey, that a lot was made of that game. I, I suppose in the build up to this one, uh, a two point win for me, one eleven to one nine in Parnell Park, and a lot was made, as Danny said, about the the wides, the seventeen wides from down. But I guess the point is, and a couple of the down players mentioned this during the week. Those weren't just wides from anywhere. They were as a result of the Meath defending because they pushed them out into areas beyond the scoring zone. So clearly the Meath defending worked that that day against Down and it's going to have to be equally as good this weekend. Yeah, I think everything that Danny said there is very accurate and very fair. Um, I suppose as a county we were probably very slow to maybe adapt to defensive systems and shape like that and there was a lot made of it when we played particularly Dublin in the league this year in Navan. We were very, uh, the full back line were very isolated and maybe open, so um, a lot of work has been done on our defence. And I suppose the down game in Parnell Park was the first day where you could really see that, where we where we tried to get a lot of numbers back behind the ball. Um, down still had a lot of wides, but I think that was due to maybe Paul Garrigan's influence there, and you know what I mean. Um, his coach and methods trying to get more bodies back. I think that's just the way the modern game is, and. It's a work in progress for us as a county, really. The whole thing is a work in progress. It's a young side, but um, they're doing everyone proud in the Talchon Cup so far. Yeah, Mickey, it feels like it is a work in progress. And you look at it, the team, it's, it's very young. And there's some players that are coming onto the scene that are really players to watch out for, like the likes of Conor Gray there in the middle. What a footballer he is. And he's going to have a big say in midfield at the weekend. Yeah, I was really impressed actually with him actually in the in the semi final. Just probably that old school mead midfielder who was probably not doing a lot of eye catching stuff. He kicked a fabulous point in the second half, but just a lot of tackles, getting back, doubling up, getting hits in, winning primary possession, and just shoveling it off very simply. So I'm very excited for him. He's a pig pig mobile man. I've I've bumped into him a few times and. Um, he's definitely one one for the future, and he's really impressive at the moment. And we're going to need him at the weekend. Yeah, and there's probably there's a lot of competition in the middle as well for places. You know, with the likes of Jack Flynn is in there as well, club mate of mine. The likes of Dahi coming on, you've Ronan Jones. So there is a lot of competition, and and these are big lads, strong lads. Probably a little bit different to to what Down have as well. Down are maybe a bit a bit smaller in that case, but I think Mead need to use their physicality. That's what they have. To do, I definitely think um, look down looked e- extremely mobile in the leash game. Um, very, very slick. I think we have to pull numbers back behind the ball. I think we have to keep it tight. Um, definitely in the early stages of the game. Um, Jonesy there, another big man around the middle of the field. You probably want Donald Kyogan and Paul Karen, two very experienced players, like kind of man on the backs. You know, helping helping the younger guys out. We had regional trials in the county at the start of the year and. Um, I suppose that the, the net was cast wide and far to try and look at every footballer from junior and intermediate level, and you know, lads, lads are on the bench there, like Michael Flood from from St Bridget's, probably not a, a, a club that have traditional mead footballers playing. Uh, Harry O'Higgins is there; he he's got the nod again for the weekend, uh, seemingly from the team that's been released. So 
there is a lot of a lot of younger players and, and like I'm saying it's a it's a completely new mead side but we do have um lads to come in off the bench who are not getting a run at the moment lads who would have been deemed the starters in the last few years the like of Killian O'Sullivan and Don Lennon and these guys so um yeah we we do we do have a good bench and and uh if it gets down to the latter stages one thing we have is a bit of pace there on on the on the bench to come on as well and hopefully that might open things up for us Danny what's the um What's the attitude to the Talton Cup, towards the Talton Cup being in, in down this year? Because I guess you look at the likes of Westmead winning last year and it was clearly a platform for them this year in the All-Ireland Championship, albeit they didn't get out of that group, but uh, put in you know a draw against Tyrone, pushed Armagh all the way, probably should have got a win or, or something out of that game at the very least. So I, I guess from a down perspective, is this seen as a, as a platform? I would definitely see it as a platform. It's a stepping stone. That's, you know, I suppose, as Mickey will tell you there, not somewhere that um, as a player you would ideally want to be. You want to be in the in the main championship, especially with the structure around the home and away and neutral fixtures uh, with the group stages. Obviously, you're playing more games the way the structure was as opposed to what we played in. Um, but you know, for, from a personal perspective, the Talton Cup secondary competition was never ever something I was enthused about. Um, funny, we were at a breakfast last Friday morning. There was a breakfast. Um, uh, for you know, together fundraising and stuff for the team, and there were seven hundred people uh, down supporters, businesses, and whatnot. And Jarvis Burns was, was uh, he was more or less saying the same that the secondary competition wasn't something that he felt uh, was a good idea at the time. But I suppose, given how it is taken off, given how Westmeath have progressed, particularly this year with it, um then I would say it's something that is definitely growing on me and growing on the wider participants in it, being me, me and down. But certainly uh, when you go back to 1991 and the repeat of that actual game and the whole buzz around probably both counties, I was, what, what age was I, about eight or nine years of age at the time. So it was, um, it feels, it definitely feels a bit different. Um, but in saying that, as you say rightly, it's a stepping stone and Meath showed the way. Well, or sorry, Westmeath showed the way how they can build on it and, and develop, but that's that's no guarantee. But it certainly, it gives them a certain um, certain entry into the, the main competition next year. Um, and that's a good thing for both sets of squads and both sets of players because, as we know, you know, even look at Calvin this year, um, there's pro- probably favourites to, to win the competition along with Meath. Um, down being there as well and beating in the quarterfinals uh, you know absence of players and stuff um, so listen it's, 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 it's a stepping stone it's not ideal where we want to be but rather be in the semi-final with Monaghan uh, and Dublin tomorrow but it is what it is It does feel that it's taken people a bit of time to come around to it I still don't think everybody has came around to it it's probably the feeling Mickey what do you think it's like in meet are people backing it? I think it was probably slow Ashling at the start um, to, you know, even I actually met uh, Barry Callaghan uh, for a coffee. He just was in front of me at the very start. It probably was a week maybe after the Offaly game and spirits were probably were probably low as a snake's belly as a county at that stage. And uh, just asked him how was things and he was in front of me in the queue and he said, look, Mickey, uh, the Offaly game was was a low and look, this is not where we, where we really want to be, but it's where we are and we're going to do our best in it. And, I think the lads have shown that it's given us a bit of momentum. Um, we need games. They're, they're, the boys need games and need exposure to play in championship games. And it's amazing what a bit of confidence and a bit of momentum can do. 
Um, like Danny rightly said there, look at Westmead this year. Um, I've got a bounce off it, but um, hopefully Mead, Mead supporters will come out on, on, on Saturday and, and cheer the lads on. It's bringing back memories of 91. Like I said, I was like Danny said, I was too young for that as well, really. But um, both, both very traditional counties and both counties that love football. And um, I suppose it's very important for both counties to try and get a win. Danny, the, the the pace in this down team is is one thing that's been that's been focused on a lot in the build up, and rightly so. I, like, uh, and this is this is the thing as well. I, the average age of the team, I I don't know what it is, but a lot of the players seem to be twenty three, twenty four. The average age is probably as low as a snake's belly, as Mickey might say. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you compare Mickey? I'm going to say that again, Danny. Are you comparing Mickey to a snake? <laughs> <laughs> would never do that. I would never no do that. Chance. I'm just going to use that phrase in my everyday life. Now, as low as a snake's belly, I've never heard it before. Uh, <laughs> but it, that, that is something that we should focus on, Danny, isn't it? The, like the youth in this team, and we, we mentioned earlier in the show, Conor Laverty, I guess, has, has brought a lot of these lads through from 20s. And there is that youth. And I guess relative inexperience of playing in Croke Park is one way to look at it, but also just the absolute confidence of youth. Yeah, absolutely, and and there's a there's freedom with with how when young guys come into the squad, I've seen it over the years, and it's, and then I think back to me coming in at twenty years of age. There's a freedom, and there's a you don't you don't worry as much about what people think. You don't worry as much about your performances, and it's a freer performance uh, in a in a large way, especially people that's just onto the panel. They're really nothing to lose, and it's about making a name for yourself. Um, and that's from a personal perspective. Now. Um, down, you know, you have the crux of a a large number of players that are on the panel have been there last year in bits and pieces, maybe the year before in bits and pieces on the potty tally. So there is a bit of experience there in terms of the, they know what it's like to be at that top level and um, that elite level, what the environment's like, what is expected. Um, and obviously you have the experience now, the Kilku players that are, have joined uh, have thrown their lot in with down now so you know Kilku would have in the past uh, it would have been said that they would have viewed their setup as equally as professional as any county setup so you know with that in mind um, there's certainly a, there, there's a quiet confidence and there's a quiet bit of uh, experience there that's been developed over the last number of years suddenly um, so the pace is a massive thing for me, um, they're going to have to close down the spaces of Croke Park if they're going to make sure they don't get the goal. Down uh, will play in very, very small pockets. They've nippy uh, forwards and backs that will play between the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're playing between the lines, it can be very hard to break down, particularly in Croke Park. So uh, while Meath will have the physicality, they'll have the, the size there, um, it's whether they have the mobility to stay with with the down team, the down, particularly the down defence, who will end up popping up at the full forward line at times. Like Caelan Dowry may well start as centre half back, but he'll certainly not play there. I wouldn't think he will play full forward, half forward, midfield at times. Um, he's not a he's not a huge guy, but he's a very very mobile guy. So um, you you'll have you'll have all those type of switches going on, and as well as me can make sure that there's no confusion there because even against Antrim they were a wee bit leaky at times and if Antrim had to get their last pass right uh, they, you know they could have had one or two more goals so um, that, I think me they're going to have to work very very hard to close down the spaces to ensure that down uh, don't get a run 
and those wee ticky tacky passes that that can can create goal opportunities uh, on prevalent throughout. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Meath set up. I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to that because Colmer would have been very much along the line of a, a traditional way, get the ball forward, kicking the ball forward. So it'll be interesting to see how he kind of tries to negate the, the pace that Down play with. Mickey, I did a preview night last night with uh, Keane Ward and Tommy Dowd and Tommy was just speaking about the, the bond with Meath and Down and what it was like for them when they were playing maybe through the, the 90s and the early 2000s. And I sort of felt it as well, like when I moved up to down, that there was this bond, you know, people would stop you and tell you about the, the teams and the battles through the years. I don't know if it's something that you felt with the teams in your years with Meath. I, I spent uh, a couple of games trying to run after this lad on the line before and Marty Clark and a couple of them. That was about the only bond now. I was trying to, was trying to get, a hand, get, get, a, get a hand on them. But uh, no, they're, they're a county that I definitely would respect from afar and would have had a lot of time for. Um, you know, even though, like I said, I was a bit young for '91, um, I do have very vague memories of it and and reading up about it and uh, hearing the old stories and that. But uh, to be a county that I would have huge respect for and they have huge tradition like ourselves. Um, so it's going to make, like I said, Danny's he's been very honest there and he's he's been very truthful and uh, I think it's very accurate. Um, I think if we if Colm is trying to play a very traditional game at the weekend, I think we could be in trouble. It'll just feed into Downs. Down will get plenty of bodies back. And if we're looking for long, accurate kick passes into the full forward line early doors, I just think that's just that's going to fuel them with so much energy. And um, I, I, I really do hope we, we, we put plenty of men back behind the ball uh, and stay in this game for as long as we can because down are looking very impressive but one thing I will say is that we won't fear down as a county Mead will not fear down and it's vice versa as well down won't fear us so it's it's very uh, it's it's an interesting game but it's going to be tough for us to, to get over the lane and I think that's just that's, that's just I think, honest I think Mead's forward line is going to obviously going to dictate a lot I think they've a very very strong full forward line there are guys that, that are really really good footballers um, and it's a, if they can get the ball into their early into the down into the down full-back line and, and obviously the Meath full forwards. I think the, that if Down don't have men filtered back, those Meath guys, um, guys can do damage because, you know, it's just going on the Anthem game again. Um, I think it was almost a wee bit easier for, for Meath at times um, getting the ball in so quickly that they wasted a few chances. But if they waste those chances against Down... I think that could come back to bite them. So it's about efficiency and attack, I would say, um, with that me full forward line as much as anything else. If they, if, if they don't take their chances or they give away the ball when down swarm them, then uh, again, that's something Meath will uh, might come back to haunt them. Yeah, hopefully. Above all, I just hope it's a great advertisement for the Tottenham Cup. I'd love a really, really cracking game, high scoring, tight, and I feel like it's going to be that. Um, even when you see like a young forward like Liam Kerr in the down team scoring a few goals the last day, I think he's only 23 maybe. And similarly on the Mead side, the likes of Jordan Morris, similar age as well. Like so exciting to see these players in a in a, in a final of this magnitude for them because I know it's not the final that maybe down and Mead fans would want to be in, but it's still silverware in Croke Park at the end of the day. Um, how do you lads see it? Final predictions here. Might start with yourself, Danny. I think I think down. I think will uh, down will win based on. Based on, I suppose, a wee bit of nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
based on the fact that Ashley's probably uh, supporting me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Danny, you have that right. <laughs> I, right, okay. Connor, right. uh, Connor, in this instance, but no, I think I think he'll be. I think he'll be smiling over the weekend. I think. I think Down will. I think Down will win the game because they they have a brilliant knack at the minute to getting goals, and I think goals are going to decide this contest. Um, but listen, me me me, they're very very strong. Um, definitely very very strong around the middle. I think they're going to need their physicality there, but uh, in order, obviously, I can't I can't go against my own county. So I know Miguel, <laughs> probably me, but hopefully I'll see him. I'll Mickey. see him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I won't back against my own county either. I really hope the lads do it. Um, obviously, look, there's still a few good mates of mine in there, and I'd love to see Donald Kyogen and James McIntyre, Porrick Harn, and all them boys uh, getting a bit of success for all their years. Um, but like I said, I, it's, it's going to be very, very tough on us if we. Uh, but I, I really hope that we get plenty of men back behind the ball at regular stages and try and hit down on the counter. I think it's going to be. Down are very pacey, very athletic, and um, look if it gets down the home straight, like I'm saying, we we the Mead boys won't fear down. We won't fear them at all. So um, I'm hoping for I'm hoping that it's going to be a day for the green and gold. Mm-hmm. Brilliant stuff, lads. Both going with the with, with your own county. You can't back against your own county. That's fair. And the same for Manon against mm-hmm. Dublin tomorrow, rightly or wrongly. You can't back against them. Uh, but listen, lads, thanks a million for hopping on this morning, Danny and Mickey. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. lads. Stuff, lads. Danny Hughes, former Downstar, and Mickey Burke, of course, formerly with Mead as well. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.